Thomas Arrow, Great American Mining. Thank you for joining the program here today. Boy, I tell you, there's a lot going on in the world of digital currency, Bitcoin, if you will, in terms of oil and gas. And I had like three different news stories and I, I sent them over to you, Tom, and, and you sent me a couple back. And I thought, you know, we should just have a quick five minute talk about just what's going on in the world of Bitcoin and oil and gas and the direction that we seem to be going, even if we want to get into blockchain and smart contracts at some point, because I think this world is coming much faster than people think, Tom. Oh, absolutely. Uh, right now, because of you know the coronavirus and everything that's happening geopolitically, there's a war over money and what money is and what the, I would say, world you know reserve currency is going to be and china is making uh a, you know that was the article that you sent me that china is making a play by you utilizing blockchain technology to implement their own digital currency um and so that competes directly with our u.s dollar and most importantly competes with a reserve currency that uh, gives us as americans or as the united states uh, um, a, a stranglehold in terms of power and influence um, globally and that's uh, they're coming after that very clearly. How does this transition work? I mean, I see it happening over a five to 10 year period, but the more I'm looking at it, it might be over a five year period. You know, I've got people sending me uh, conspiracy videos. We're getting rid of cash. That's what this whole coronavirus thing is. And I've got other, you know, you, you, you've seen them like I have. And I, I don't want to discount them, but at the same time, I don't want to give them any credence either. But I do know this. This has been going on for a while, and you can go back a decade in a Super Bowl commercial where they were in, in the line at some sort of deli, and everybody was paying with their, their Visa and MasterCard electronic currency, and all of a sudden, the guy with cash comes in, and the party stops. So it's that, the, the, the social training towards electronic currency has been going on for 20 years, and we're here now. We're here, and the transition is happening, and that's why I'm bringing you on more than anything is to help educate the people so as we take a look at this transition, you know, how do you see it over the next five years as China is starting to integrate it now? Do you see it starting through oil and gas or do you see it just full on economy, Amazon.com? Well, mo most importantly, I think it's important to make the distinction that what China is proposing, uh, and specifically the CCP, they're proposing a, a blockchain based um, digital currency. Now, if we think of blockchain, Bitcoin is built on blockchain technology. What separates what China is doing and how Bitcoin operates is that you, Jason, can have your own node and essentially verify any transaction that you do on the Bitcoin network without anybody getting in the way of it. The, the same use case that China is utilizing is a scenario where they control all of those nodes. So if we think that they're a very totalitarian um, you know, society already, th their centralized use of a blockchain will, will magnify that because then they can essentially um, uh, censor block any transaction. You won't be able to transact uh, in, in that fashion. So, um, you know, I think there's going to be this uh, parallel fight within blockchain uh, technologies, whereas Bitcoin is the freedom version and China will be putting out their centralized version. And I wouldn't be surprised if the U.S. follows suit at some point and offers some type of digital version of the U.S. dollar 
that can be, uh, you know, kind of done the same way. Well, the reason I wanted to ask you about the oil and gas connection, almost like a, a first in, if you will, like to me, this, 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 we're, we're still in the early days, but, you know, we're past mid, not midpoint, but, you know, it, we're past the 10 yard line, so to speak. It, the, the, the revolution has already started, but there's still time to get involved and figure out a way to integrate it into your world. When I think of oil and gas, I think of some of the things that I believe you guys are still doing this, aren't you? You guys are mining Bitcoin over there, aren't you? Yes, we're uh, we're leveraging a flare mitigation service that consumes a lot of electricity, decreasing the emissions for oil producers in the Bakken and mining Bitcoin with that flare. So when, when I look at that is that that's what I mean. I look at this as a great way for an energy company to almost test the waters and get involved in really what's coming down the pipe. Um, is am, am I thinking a little too abstract here or am I hitting the, hitting this a little? Yeah, and I would say it's not just uh, a net positive for oil producers, but every all the stakeholders involved from the local uh, contractors and, and folks who work on the patch. It's good for them. It's an alternative uh, um, work scenario. And then uh, rights holders and royalty owners as well is, is a very good thing because it's an entirely new revenue stream rather than these flares going up into uh, you know our atmosphere, um, not providing any value to anybody. So what do you tell people in America? Because I mean, there's people rolling their eyes at me right now just even trying to have an interview and talking to you about Bitcoin and oil and gas because, you know, people can't connect the two. Um, I do see what China is doing. I know that there is a way that the oil and gas industry will understand what's going on. Uh, do, you, do you have like a kind of an elevator pitch or a, a kind of an easy way to explain how the U.S. really needs to understand that China is doing this and um, the U.S. quite doesn't have the mining infrastructure that is needed at this point? Sure. So, I mean, one thing that I believe that President Trump has put an emphasis on over the last couple of years is for us to gain, uh, as a country, uh, energy independence from the rest of the world. And obviously that is in, um, you know, kind of a, a weird place right now that we're that we're in um but i believe that that focus and there is obviously enough um capital going into this and the infrastructure is there will allow for uh bitcoin mining to flourish in the united states more so than other parts of the world and you know right now the federal reserve is in an awkward position um, because its monetary policy is run in such a way where it's good for Americans, but it not, but might not be that good for others around the world who depend on dollars. And so I think there's going to be this, you know, convergence when you've got uh, China's blockchain protocol that they're trying to implement as a world currency with the U.S. dollar. And I think Bitcoin plays a role in uh, kind of superseding both of them, but still allowing the dollar to be powerful. Well, I think it's absolutely cool that, you know, for something that's often criticized for being a electrical and energy consumption, they're actually kind of reversing the tables on this. So I, I think this is great. And um, how can people get in touch with you if they got more questions about Bitcoin or if they want to find some more information? Absolutely. Yeah. The last time, couple of times we've been on, uh, Jason, we've gotten great response. I believe in one of your posts, you actually posted a video of our unit in operation in the Bakken uh, doing exactly what we say it's doing. It does it 
with 98.5% uptime currently, you can find us at www.gam.ai, which is for Great American Mining.